Hello, and welcome back to Pit Perspectives. I'm your host, Jillian, and I'm coming at you from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. Thank you for joining me today for the third and final episode for the fall 2021 semester. And thank you for listening and supporting over the past few months. I can't wait to bring you new topics and new content starting in January, but before I get too far ahead of myself, let's take a moment to be present. I'd like to invite you, if you are a student, to reflect on your semester and think about how crazy it is that we are actually going to class every day and sitting at desks and are in the same rooms as our professors. Today's episode is on the return to in-person classes and activities here at UNC. And we will be discussing COVID regulations, the university's responsibilities and their actions, and most importantly, mental health, and how we are doing in this old yet new environment. Pitt Perspectives is a student-run podcast here at UNC aimed at building a sense of understanding in the student community by sharing candid, anonymous student opinions on important social topics. As always, we recorded in the pit in the center of campus, and your voices helped us craft today's dialogue. Today's story could have an infinite number of starting points really any time after March of 2020, but where I want to begin is in August of 2020, when UNC made news headlines across the country and not for our academics or our ranking. Within just one week of opening for the first day of classes on August 10th last year, UNC reported 135 COVID cases and four clusters on campus. They announced that they were switching to virtual classes and what every news outlet seemed to capitalize on they announced that they were sending everyone home. UNC was the first school to do so. This was surprising and upsetting news to many students who were anxious to leave their bedroom turned to classroom and wanted to actually talk to their friends face to face and hopefully meet new people. The decision, however, was not shocking to everyone. Before classes even started, a group of tenured professors wrote an open letter expressing concerns about UNC's decision to open so soon. The letter is still available online in the Charlotte Observer if you would like to read it, and it was actually addressed to undergraduate students rather than the administration. They implored students to stay home and promised that what we offer you safely online will be better than what we can do under the compromised conditions of the face-to-face -face classroom during the pandemic. Looking back on the situation from more than a year later, it's easy to say the university made the wrong decision. But even the professors who wrote this letter said themselves that living on campus, sitting in classrooms, and socializing with peers are normal and important parts of the college experience. It makes me wonder, could we argue that UNC was looking out for the well-being of their students by trying to offer them a palatable and somewhat normal first semester? Let's not forget that UNC did kick students out first, but they were also one of the first schools to open since we have such an early start to our fall semester. Could it have theoretically also been Penn State or Georgia or Texas or another big state school in the same position? 
I guess it doesn't really matter, because at the end of the day, the stress and disappointment felt by students who were kicked out was not theoretical, but it was real and it was upsetting. Honestly, it was kind of bad. When you get the news that you're going to be able to attend classes normally again, you're just thankful because at least there's some crumb of normalcy that is being handed back to you. So having to get that taken away after two weeks, I think that was hard for a lot of students. Um, it was especially difficult for me just because I actually bought an apartment like for this new semester or for fall 2020 and uh two weeks later i had to move out it was so difficult to go from feeling like feeling like you belonged um to having to be kicked off of campus two weeks later after students were sent home in august the remainder of the school year was online with the exception of a few labs in the spring semester for most current freshmen, many high schools across the country were also online for at least half of last year, and some were online for the entirety of it. Some students were able to use the online semester to be productive in other ways and felt like they had more time, but many students were really just trying to get to the end of the year. Zoom University was just not it. I hated everything about doing it on Zoom. I was doing really bad. My mental health was completely down the drain. This past summer offered some of us a momentary break from isolation and mask wearing as things went back to normal for a few weeks before the Delta variant took over. And I personally worried about the fall semester. UNC was firm in their desire to bring everyone back in person for fall of 2021. And I, along with most other students, hoped it would be true. But in the back of my mind, there were those memories of reading those news articles just a year before. And then it actually happened. We came back in person. And I remember walking into my first class on the first day of school and sitting down and realizing I hadn't had to make friends in person in basically two years. When I took my first test of the semester, it was the first time I had bubbled in a Scantron in so long. The return to in-person classes was a great change, socially and academically, from sitting in my kitchen, tuning out Zoom class after Zoom class all day long. I honestly never want to attend a Zoom class ever again if I can avoid it, but I quickly noticed how many professors were taking advantage of the online platform. Many large lecture classes offer a Zoom option if you can't make the class. And some professors have also decided to hold class on Zoom a few times throughout the semester, or even sometimes once a week. One of my professors just uses Zoom to record the lectures so she can post them online. Learning is a really personal process and there's not really a clear answer if in-person or online learning is more effective on an individual level. So actually, I did a lot better in my classes this year than I did during the Zoom period, or this semester really, um, than in Oshawa. My, my mental health kind of fluctuated back and forth, but it wasn't like a continuous string of, of I guess, um, depression, which is what I was feeling while I was in Zoom University. 
Personally, I feel like the return to in-person classes has been beneficial in the sense that learning has become a lot easier when you are able to physically sit in class rather than at home. I think I also do better in person, but I think that more teachers should offer Zoom availability, like regardless of COVID, just because some people have now became better learners um, in that form. I feel like that I like the option of getting online classes recorded, but I also do feel like in-person is a better option. Students like being students at school in a classroom. And we also benefit from being closer to our friends and not feeling like we have to make such a conscious effort to reach out online. Actually, like since now I can actually physically look at my friends and say, hey, I'm not feeling well. And they like, they're actually able to, I guess, help me out or whatever. Like I'm able to go to my teacher and say, hey, I'm not feeling well. And they're actually physically able to see that and everything, so. UNC students also seem to support the use of Zoom maybe as a supplement to normal instruction, which seems to be the route many professors have taken. Online instruction allows for a continuity of learning that otherwise would not be possible if a student is traveling or can't make it to the physical class for some reason. Continuity of learning, though, puts a lot of pressure on us. I remember a friend of mine was pretty sick for three or four days earlier this semester. But instead of resting, she attended Zoom classes all day because it felt wrong to skip out when there was the option to be there. This pressure to learn and to perform also comes from the expectations we set for ourselves. This year, there was just expectations held on students that we were just not able to meet and because of that and it's because we were not in the same circumstances that you know we used to be before we had online school and once we were able to come in person i wish it went i wish i could say that it went all back to normal but it really didn't there was still like people having to deal with that feeling of inadequacy where it's like you know, I used to set myself to these standards before the pandemic, and I thought that when I came back to campus, I could still hold myself to these standards, but now things are different and I'm not able to. The pressure to learn certainly impacts us mentally and emotionally. But since college is more holistic than just being in the classroom, our academic environment isn't all that plays into our mental health. The social aspect of being on campus is probably one of the more harsh changes. After spending so much time online and by ourselves, in our homes, seeing very few people, coming to a huge school with thousands of students is hard. One student told me that being back is good socially, and it's definitely easier to make friends in person when you can walk to class and eat meals together, or even just lend someone a pencil. Being in an in-person class also makes it easier to speak up or chat to whoever is around you. At the same time, for students with social anxiety or who just had a rough last few years, many aspects of coming back can be overwhelming. It's hard to change how we learn and interact, and coming back and trying to pick up where we left off is difficult. It may seem like such a stark transition should warrant extra help from the school, but UNC possibly isn't doing enough to offer resources to those who need them. 
I think that the return on in-person to in-person classes has been like a good like start to try and transition back to like a normal college experience for a lot of people, especially freshmen and sophomores who like likely wouldn't have like sophomores definitely did not get an experience like last year as freshmen like you know they were like close to not getting one this year so that is good on that aspect but also I feel like it's uh, left out a lot of like considerations such as mental health resources because like it is tough it is tough it's a tough transition after an entire year of being online and I feel like there should be more resources to put to put towards students well-being and mental well-being and just make sure that they're uh, getting everything that they need to succeed and just be mentally well. So, yeah. mm. I feel like the return to in-person classes is really important for kids' mental health, uh, just because, or students' mental health, just because being at home and being isolated is really brutal, um, especially for a lot of students with depression, with anxiety, which I experienced myself. Um, but I feel like just because we're in person now, we need to still keep in mind mental health issues, um, especially because it can be really overwhelming after being in isolation for so long to come back and suddenly be expected to go back to normal especially when yeah especially when you have these issues um and the consequences can be really really awful so we like like we cannot mental health needs to always be at the forefront um, so one thing I feel like UNC doesn't really do a good job of is kind of recognizing its students' need for mental health breaks. I think a lot of the time we get things like fall break or winter break, but only because um, administration feels obliged to give us those things rather than they actually want to give us those that time to rest and recuperate. Um, because the type of r rigorous academic content that we engage in here is really um, mentally draining and the type of competitive atmosphere here is also really draining and so I just feel like um, there's not enough focus on providing that space and time for mental health and uh, recuperation from the daily stresses of classes and so yeah I think returning to in-person classes um, has been good for social aspects but as far as mental health it has not necessarily been the most beneficial thing. I think one of the hardest things about the situation, especially when it comes to what students can and should expect from the university, is that there are kind of a few distinct approaches being taken to coming back. I think most students were unmotivated and had a hard time last year. And for some, this has translated into this year, and getting back into the groove can be really challenging. And for others, they are just ready to get back at it and be fully engaged. Now, one of these approaches is not better than the other, and everyone deals with change differently. So it puts professors and administration in a tough place when you have 30,000 students all needing different rigor. The administration's job, though, is to figure out how to provide for the diverse needs of their students. And as UNC prides itself on being the first public university, it seems that we've been around long enough to have high expectations from them. Okay, I think that a university that has so much influence over research and advancements in technology, they should realize that the mental health crisis is a public health crisis and so much more should be done to address it. UNC needs to start caring about our well-being as much as they care about our wallets. 
Regardless, though, the requests from students for more resources, whether it be longer hours at the dining hall or the gym, updated dorms and other facilities, are constant. And especially this fall semester, students have asked for CAPS, the Counseling and Psychological Services Program, to offer more help. Whether it's that they need more funding, more counselors, more hours, or more advocacy, it's constantly under fire from students, especially for the long wait times. They have CAPS, but I guess CAPS only... It seems that university, the university, I feel like could do more. I mean, CAPS is really good, but the problem is CAPS does not offer any really long-term help, and it can be really backed up because there's only so, it's pretty underfunded, and I feel like it should be funded a little more, and like, can you maybe take some of the money that you got for these sports and you know, put it in the CAPS? I feel like if you expanded it a little bit better, it could do better, you know, it could be better for the students, especially since there's, what, over 20,000 people here, and almost everyone had, like, when you, just having 10,000 people with a problem or a mental health problem is enough, like, that's, that's, that's capacity right there and that's a problem like there should be more resources for everybody rather than just like oh if like maybe one out of three people are having a problem like what if three out of three people are having a problem then what are you gonna do so i am a strong believer that everyone entering college should definitely get a at least one or two or three however many uh free uh psychiatry um like appointments um i know a lot of people that don't have proper um, dosages, uh, improper balance of their medication, um, even myself, I'm still trying to figure out my own um, balance of medication uh, for anxiety medication, ADHD. Um, I know people that aren't taking the proper amount of Adderall, um, which is causing them to have like bad sleeping patterns and stuff like that. So <clears throat> I think everyone should have a good like first long psychiatry appointment before they even come to college. Also, there's like uh, certain mental health, uh, like uh, you know, learning disabilities and stuff like that that can't be picked up or even acknowledged by the by ARS unless you go to a, uh, a psychiatrist. And not to mention they're really really expensive, so and difficult to get a hold of. Usually, there's like usually really long lines for them. So if we had like some sort of um, standardized psychiatry um, like process at the beginning of 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 uh you know your time at unc maybe it would make it like a lot easier for people to avoid these problems with long-term mental health issues because you know they just don't have anyone like identifying them early on so yeah we are the ones who live in the dorms eat in the dining halls and go to class every day and when we ask for something it's probably important to pay attention to there are so many simple things unc could do to help a lot of students get frustrated and stressed by the weird and constantly changing dining hall hours, or unreliable buses, and things completely unrelated to class. UNC needs to provide us with what we need to live well, and not just learn well. And sometimes they fall short. Sometimes it seems like the real effective changes have to come from the ground up. This semester, last semester, the semester before that and before that have been different and they've been difficult. Realistically, UNC cannot be there for every student in times of change, and so the responsibility falls to us to take care of each other. 
our roommates, our sweetmates, our neighbors, our classmates, our friends. I actually ended up creating a uh, mental health support group online um, for UNC students in the beginning of spring semester 2021. It's because it was a way for students to connect and bond and talk about their frustrations with online school and how alone they may feel. And it's just a way for us to like bond together. It is so important to connect to one another empathetically and just kind of like be there with one another. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of why the return to in-person has been difficult for some students. Um, but as long as we continue this pattern of supporting one another and trying to be more understanding, I feel like we might actually be able to get out of the after effects of the pandemic. If there's one thing college students are, it's resourceful. The mental health group started by this student is a great example of what we can accomplish. And it's a great reminder that one of the benefits of going to such a large university is the large support network that comes with it. If any of you are interested in actually joining the group chat, I've added the information to the description of this episode, and they would be happy to have you. The goal of today's episode was really not only to make the voices in our recordings heard, but to make you, if you are a student, feel heard and validated. If you are dealing with something or have struggled coming back to campus, you definitely are not the only one. Today, instead of asking you something philosophical or existential, I want to ask you to think about how you can take care of yourself over winter break and prepare for next semester. And to think about how you can, have, and will involve yourself with our community here at UNC, whether that means leaning on someone or being leaned on. Think about all of your wins over the last few months and your goals for the next few. And as always, I'll ask, how can you use your perspective for good? Thank you for listening to Pit Perspectives. If you are interested in contributing your voice to future topics, follow us on Instagram at Pit Perspectives UNC and stay on the lookout for future recording dates and times. Maybe we will see you in the pit.